I call to order the Committee of the Whole of Finance, Administration, and Communications uh, uh, on January 9th, 2024. In attendance, uh, we have Councilmember Stewart, Councilmember Nueva Camina, Councilmember Anderson, Councilmember Fields, and Councilmember Salahuddin. And online, we also have Councilmember, Council, Pres Council Vice President Forsyth uh, online in attendance. Um, and myself, uh, uh, Council President uh, Kritzer. Um, we have three items on our agenda today. The first item, is the approval of addition of projects to the 2023 to 2028 capital investment program. And presenting this is our new Deputy Director of Public Works, Vanjie Garcia. Ms. Garcia, please uh, go ahead. Thank you, Council. Um, Welcome this evening, and um, this is the request for the three additions to the, CI, the current CIP projects, um, Capital Investment Program. Um, we are asking for the inclusion of these three projects and for, um, if you approve them today, to go on the consent agenda for the next meeting. So the first project is the um, Reservoir Park water tank repairs. And as in your memo, the water tank is located under the tennis pickleball court at Reservoir Park on Northeast 95th Street. And this is to prepare for the fall 2024 of the demo of those same court replacements. So we have to do that first in order to do the tennis courts. And there is funding for those under the water CIP fund balance for $735,000. And then the 40th Street Joint Use Reservoir Emergency Power Switch Replacement. I kind of re-switched the words around because I think that's a better description of the project. Um, and so the reservoir um, is a joint use with Bellevue on 40th Street. So this is um, just like very similar to other locations in the city. And with routine maintenance, it was found that a power switch needed to be replaced. And um, we have an O&M agreement with the city of Bellevue and they do all the work. And so this is uh, an agreement for them to do the work. And this is also coming out of the water CIP fund balance. And the next project is a fire station 17 siting replacement. So something that was also found um, with routine inspection, facility staff discovered some panels that were failing and something that they did not want to see again was from the previous senior center issue. And so we are being proactive right now. Um, and they had an investigation being done. And so this project is to do some lessons learned. And instead of doing some Band-Aid fixes, let's do some holistic measures. And so we have a better Station 17 siting. There are no other buildings that have this issue. And this is being paid out of the REIT. Are there any questions? Thank you. So as a reminder, um, this is being proposed to go on the January 16th business meeting agenda for consent. Are there questions for the council, from the council? Council Member Stewart. 
Thanks so much, and thank you so much to the deputy directors who answered some questions I had in email because I wasn't sure if I'd be able to attend. One of the questions that I asked, and I was just hoping you could answer um, on the record, is um, about the schedule of the rest of the CIP with these additions. What, what impacts to the current CIP could we expect with adding in these projects? Well, these three particular ones, um, you know, we're asking these to be outside the normal you know, budget cycles. We're going to probably be starting soon. Um, they needed to be added right now because um, the court project, they needed to get started soon because they, because of getting a consultant on board. Um, the, and the reservoir tank didn't make it to our previous cycle because the development of the project didn't happen quite in time for the last time. And um, the emergency power switch replacement, the maintenance didn't happen um, at the time that we were asking for projects. And so that was a routine switch. That was the, the, the maintenance happened um, during last year, I believe. I asked that question already um, to the staff. So, um, but one thing to note is that um, we have many locations, but there's three water tanks um, that we have with similar. So we like that Bellevue's staff have these routine maintenance all the time. So we are always getting these requests, um, these updates from Bellevue staff. And so. And so Deputy Director Garcia, would it be fair to say that adding these three projects does not affect the schedule for the rest of the Oh, no, it does not. It's already approved in the budget. Great. Thank you so much. Are there other questions from the council? Councilmember Fields. Thank you. Um, this is probably a question for another time, but I did want to lay it lay it out. Uh, I recall Director Burt actually uh, a number of times saying that we will be more proactive in our um, capital, the maintenance, and identifying proactively those things that rather than wait until they break and we're going to be keep our eyes on it more realistically and more proactively I hate to use the same word twice but um, and I think this is good evidence of that so I, I totally appreciate that um, shift towards that what uh, I would like um, to know more about not tonight, but in the future, is something that I've advocated for, which is a, a capital reserve amount that actually, if, if to Councilmember Stewart's point, you didn't have the budget, then what would you do? You would have to go to another project and delay it or do something. Uh, so as we go forward, I'd like to see some uh, level of funding created to to match this better approach to capital maintenance and um, updates. I wasn't prepared to ask that question, so <laughs> I was a little clumsy, but Councilmember Stewart triggered that thought, so thank you. Great, great points also for teeing up a budget year for us. Um, are there other questions? Uh, Councilmember Salahuddin? Yeah, so uh, my question is specifically toward the fire station siding replacement and looking at the extension of the lifespan of the fire station. Um, do you sort of have an estimate of, you know, if 
we do the work here, how long will it take before needing to do more work and uh, continuing on um, you know, the changes that are necessary right now? Will they come back or is there a possibility of mitigating those in the future? No, I asked that question specifically to prepare for this meeting. So the intent, um, and I think from what I gather, uh, the intent of this project was to mitigate future repairs. Thank you. Any other questions? All right, well, I'll ask mine, which is a bit of a follow-up on the previous one. So especially for the water CIP fund balance, is the reason that there is money available because some projects are um, didn't go forward as, as soon as, as they were supposed to or because more went under budget? Oh, I don't know that answer yet, so, but I can follow up if you would like. Okay, great. Are there any concerns to putting this on consent for next week's business meeting? Okay, great. You have the go ahead. Thank you so much. Thank you. The next item on our agenda is confirmation of member appointment to the Community Facilities District 2014-1. I'm gonna combine this with the, the next one as well, which is the Community Facilities District 2016-1. And for this, we have our COO, Melissa Files. Thank you and good afternoon. So as you know, we have two community facilities districts. The formation documents say that the Board of Supervisors is made up of three council members from the city of Redmond and two from Microsoft. Um, we're asking that you appoint council member Salahuddin to both of the facilities districts in place of former council member David Carson. So what will happen is he will um, kind of finish David Carson's um, appointment and then will be reappointed to the um, community facilities district. These also during, I should say, during the formation documents, it may, um, council has to appoint them. So um, I plan to have this on the consent agenda for next week. Thank you. And, and as confirmation, after we appoint them, um, the CFD itself also will have to vote to approve that as well. The CFD doesn't have to vote. You know, once the council puts their members on the CFD, um, essentially what will happen is at the CFD meeting, you will talk about, um, one, you'll need a new chair for CFD 2014-1 because former council member Carson was the chair, so you'll need to vote on that. But essentially, the CFD just needs to kind of say, okay, that they accept the appointment. Great. Yeah. Perfect, thank you so much. And for the listening public who don't know that much about the community facilities districts, there are two districts that we established to be able to do a very innovative public-private partnership with Microsoft where they have invested funds for us to be able to build public infrastructure that will become city infrastructure. Um, and so that's why it's, it's managed by a joint board of supervisors between the two. And as far as I know, I think Redmond is the only, or is one of the only cities at least in Washington that's taken advantage of this type of really cool district, so. Yeah. Um, it's it's an exciting one. Um, any comments or questions on this appointment? Council Member Fields. So I'm not real clear on, the, you, this is not a mayor's appointment, this is a council appointment? It is, during the formation documents, council has to approve the appointment of a council member it, to the community facility. So we confirm a lot of appointments my, but it, the way this uh, way I heard it was that the council will make this appointment. Is the mayor making this appointment? The mayor is recommending the appointment, and council has to approve the appointment. 
So how many others appointments that the mayor requests do we approve? This is about the only one, I believe. So this is in, this is some, oh, I'm sorry, Council Member Anderson. Cascade Water Alliance is also approved by Council. Council Member Anderson is right, Cascade Water Alliance as well. And then, uh, and I'm not against this appointment at all. I'm trying to understand the process. So it, the process seems, um, if it's a council appointment, it seems to have lacked a bit of transparency for me um, that, the, that there was no discussion uh, or about the opportunity. So I'm, I'm not clear, this is different, and I'm not clear on what the process should be. So I'm trying to understand. When the mayor makes an appointment and we confirm it, that's different than the mayor either requesting or suggesting an appointment and we go back and make it. So, but we're treating this as a mayor's appointment. It is the mayor's recommending, like staff recommends anything to the council, but certainly at um, the business meeting, you can discuss it. And if you decide something else, you're certainly able to do that. Well, I'll but just go ahead and ask council president, um, were you involved in this? Uh, the mayor did let me know uh, who she was thinking about, but I, I would say, um, I, I think you raise a good point because I thought it was mayoral appointment and council confirmation, but I, in reading the materials, it does look like it's council, which means that I would say in the future, I could talk with the mayor about it, whether it makes sense for council leadership in the same way, for example, that we recommend and then the council confirms presiding officers to also have council leadership recommend the appointment and then have the council. And I think that's exactly what I'm getting at. Yeah. So, and and I'm, 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 I'm not gonna object to this, but I would like to see the process be a little uh, more consistent with what it actually is in the future. I just saw a thumbs up from Council Vice President Forsyth on the screen too. So, uh, so the two of us can follow up with the mayor and uh, with um, COO files to, to make sure if it is council appointment, then I think we should make sure that the process is revised going forward. <laughs> so was that thumbs up you saw? Are you a mind reader? <laughs> <laughs> I think she's she thumbs up at the time of we can follow up to okay, the, got it. All right, process. perfect. All right. But if she wants to, Council Vice President Forsyth, do you want to say anything? Nope, another thumbs up. Okay, we're yeah, good. I think. that's exactly it. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> and I appreciate you bringing up this point, uh, uh, Councilmember Fields. So great. Yeah, uh, but barring uh, that issue, are are you good with uh, us putting this on onto consent? Is everyone else good? Yes, absolutely. Great. All right. Seeing no objection, we'll put that on consent. Thank you. Um, and I believe that's also on consent for uh, the upcoming business meeting on, on the 16th. Um, so that brings us to the end of our items. I am going to, for good of the order, um, uh, have our Director of Finance, Kelly Cochran, come up for a moment and take a, a moment of privilege as the chair since I received a couple of questions from council members after we, we had to cancel our study session last um, last year about some of the, the financial updates, um, just to be able to hear from our finance director about some of the plans of what we'll be seeing in this upcoming quarter on that. Thank you. Good afternoon. So last fall, um, or winter, I don't know, 
October, November timeframe, um, were two study sessions coming to council that were new, intended to be a bit of a process improvement based on conversations, um, discussions with uh, council leadership as well as our FAC chair, uh, Mr. Fields, council member Fields. The idea was to, um, first of all, bring council up to date on how our spending is going. How is progress being made on the um, commitments that we made to council and to the community? Um, how are department budgets going? Um, really more on the expenditure programmatic side. What progress are we making? What are we learning? How is it informing um, where we need to go next? Second study session was intended to provide you with an update of our financials for the current biennium, as well as give you a preview of how things are looking for the next biennium. Um, I did fail to deliver on those um, intended improvements. And so um, right now I have uh, an option that I'd like to throw out to you and then can certainly um, adjust as needed. What I'd like to do is send to you an email, the third quarter monthly financial report, or third quarter report, excuse me, um, and send you out that in detail to give you an idea of how the financials are going, which just to give you a, a heads up, it looks very stable. Um, really just going as intended uh, plan that we implemented is, is going. Um, and then come back to you in the February timeframe to provide you with the two um, presentations that were intended for uh, last year. Um, it gives me the time to update them through the fourth quarter and give you a little bit more information um, on how uh, the forecast is looking, um, especially for the upcoming uh, budget process. It also gives me a little bit of time to build into the presentation a discussion on the budget process. I'd like to give you a heads up or an overview of what budgeting for equity looks like for us um, and how we intend to implement, as well as some of the uh, key changes we want to make through the budget process, especially for staff. Thank you. Yeah. Are there any questions? Councilmember Anderson. Thank you, Ms. Cochran. Um, I'm excited to see those reports, and um, also I'd love to provide some feedback on them. One question I had is, do we provide in our financial or fiscal policies a um, requirement of some kind, and by requirement I mean policy, where you have to a certain number of months ahead that you are asked by council to report against for the forecast? Um, there is not anything that I'm aware of like that. There are RCWs that council is, you know, required to receive updates on the financials at least once a year, mm -hmm. um, but uh, nothing else stricter than that. But I will take a look and make sure I'm not missing something. What would you recommend to the council about how far ahead we should be typically looking in terms of economic projections? Um, well, so we are always looking six years out. Um, we spend, you know, more time obviously in the near term than we do in the outer term. Um, when I bring things to council, that is how I think I would continue to do it as well as council understands that as we go out into the outer years, it's not as defined. But we, we typically do six years across all programs. And I, I'll apologize, I misspoke a little bit. Economic forecast, I understand, but what about a revenue forecast for the city in terms of like a three or six month timeline? Same thing for me. Okay. Yeah, one just feeds into the other. Great, thank you. Yeah. Great, does, does that plan work for everyone? Just wanted to, to check in since we were gonna have that study session and now it's gonna be in February, but it seems like it'll give us then the whole year picture. And I imagine we can also discuss anything around the ending fund balance as well. 
yes. for the year? Correct. Great. Um, wonderful. All right. Well, thank you very much for that impromptu go to the order item. Um, just wanted to give everyone a little update on that and make sure that we're all good on that plan going forward. And, and hopefully our uh, finance administration and communications presiding officer will take on future discussions on this. Thank you. And if you have any questions regarding um, the email re you receive or anything that you would like to meet me about, meet with me about um, prior to the budget process, please reach out. Happy to meet with you one-on-one. -on -one. Okay, thanks. Great. That brings us to the end of our agenda. And if there is no objection, we are adjourned. <laughs>